0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. The recaps for Mesechis Kedushin, Daf Yomi, are being sponsored by my good friend, Mordechai Weinschneider. May our learning be a schus for him, Mordechai ben Miriam Rifka, and may he only see Bracha and Atslacha in his life. Now, on to the episode. Today's Daf Mesechis Kedushin is Daf, daf Mamdal at 44. We're beginning at the second-to-last line of M'gilim Gimlum and, and we're going to have three sections in today's daf. So the first section we're going to deal with here is actually a continuum from yesterday. Yesterday we had a machlokis, rish Lakish and Rabbi Yochanan, regarding if the machlokis by Gittin, Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim, applies to Kedushin as well, which is the p- position of rish Lakish, or if it doesn't, according to Rabbi Yochanan, the Chachamim would hold that although they argue by Gittin, regarding Kiddushin, they would agree that only the father can accept the Nara's Kiddushin, but, but uh, the, the Nara herself could not. Now yesterday, we gave the first explanation of Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi explained to us that the reason for the distinction in Rabbi Yochanan according to the Chacham would be if she's entering her father's domain. So then the father agrees for her to accept the get. Also, directly, because it benefits him for her to enter his domain. Versus Kedushin when she's leaving his domain, only the father can accept it on his own. However, turning to Memdala, the Gemara challenges this from a Brisa, because the Brisa Paskins that maimer of Anara can be done by herself. Even though maimer is leaving her father's domain. So you see that logic that Rabbi Yisrael Ravich put forth doesn't seem true. So therefore, Rabbi Yisrael reframes and gives a second understanding of the reasoning for Rabbi Yochanan creating this distinction in the Rabbana between Gerushin and Kiddushin. The distinction is, is the act a balkarcha type of act, like Gerushin? And as he explains, Maimer, according to Rabbi, also is balkarcha. So, therefore, both of those, since it's Balkarcha, anyways, the father would be Balkarcha against his will to accept them or to have it done anyway. Therefore, she could also accept it. So then even she, even she could accept it as well versus if it's something that requires consent like Kiddushin. So in such a scenario, only the father can accept it. And this is logical, as the Gemara says, because the Brisa itself distinguishes between Mimer, that she could accept it, and Kiddushin, that only the father can accept it. Now Rish Lakish now is challenged by this Brisa because L'Chaira, the Brisa, seems to say Kiddushin can only be accepted by the father of the Nara. He explains the rice is like the position of Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore Kedushin is only accepted by the Father. Ai, Maimer, why could she accept that as well? He explains, because since she's the Kukavaimed, there's a leniency given that she can also accept it as well even though she's a Nara under the domain of her father. And with this, the Gemara just goes back and says, we could even go with the first explanation in Rabbi now, that the distinction is whether she's leaving or entering the father's domain. I, maimer, Or why is it that she could accept? Because, the and therefore, she could also accept that, even though she's leaving her father's domain. Gemara says, one more question on a that our Mishnah taught, the Nara is married, which implies that only the father can accept and she can't. The Gemara answers, Ultimately, the Gemara concludes it's like Rabbi Shimon's opinion because the Seifa, the next mission is like Rabbi Shimon, who holds that you need particular languages to separate statements, as is evidenced over there, which is the position of Rabbi Shimon and not Rabbi Huda. But Rabbi Shimon concedes with Rabbi Huda regarding Kedushan of Anara that it's only done. Through her father and not through her, which is our Mishnah, and therefore only her father can accept it and she can't. The Gemara finishes off the Sugi with a story that the Chachamim in the Beis Medrash all passing like Rabbi Yochanan, that we cannot apply the same machlokas of gerushin to kedushin, but everyone agrees the Chachamim concedes to Rabbi Yehuda that regarding kedushin only the father can accept it, Nara cannot. Rish Lakish protested biyatzavahayse, he said lachar should be equal. Nobody listened to him, and the Gemara just concluded that Rabbi Oven was the one who reported this, and it's Rabbi Oven Stam who reported this, not Rabbi Oven with the other names as listed in the Gemara. Moving on to Memdalat Amut Beis now, in the next section. We're going to discuss now if a nara, who we said comes out according to the Chachamim, she could accept her own get, but could she appoint a shliach to accept her get as well? Shaila Rav asked her if Nachman was, can she make a shliach to accept her get? And the way the Gemara clarifies the Shailah is, she is certainly considered the Yad of her father. But the question is, is she considered really as strong as the Yad of her father? And therefore, just as he could, she could also appoint a Shliach or not? Nachon Paskins she cannot appoint a Shliach to accept her get, although she could accept it on her own, obviously. And he explains the Mishnah in Gittin that seems to say that she could make a Shliach. That's where there's no father involved. Then the Nara has the ability to appoint a Shliach Kabbalah to accept her get, Nonetheless, obviously a katana can't, because in ma'isa a katana in terms of making a shliach. You can't make a shliach for a katana. But in a chinami, as Rav Nachman explained, if there is a father involved, she can't appoint a shliach to accept it, because he's not. she's not as strong as his yad Maisa, although she could accept the get herself. Moving on to the final section of the day, towards the bottom, I'm, Dalat, I'm based now. Now we'll discuss regarding a Kitsana who accepts the kiddushin by herself without the consent of her father. So Shmuel and Rav, as the Gemara clarifies, both paskin, that in such a scenario, there is an effectivity in this action that she needs to receive a get, because we're worried maybe the father was, will be agreeable to this, making it a Kiddushan Dairaisa. But she also needs Mion to show that it wasn't necessarily a Kiddushan Dairaisa, because maybe later he'll give kedushin to her sister, and they'll say, obviously she received a get from him, so the one who she's getting was receiving kedushin. Her sister now isn't married to him at all because she's achaz grushaso. So in order that they know that it may not have been a kedushin the chachamim Rav and Shmuel paskin that she also needs to receive a Miun, from, to do me and to refuse that marriage, showing that it wasn't a Kedushin, so later if he would give Kedushin to her sister, they would not necessarily exclude her without a real get. Now, there's two versions in commenting on Rav and Shmuel's Pesach. The first version, as the Gemara explains, is Rav Nachman qualifies this. When would there be a need, according to Rav and Shmuel, forget and me and when the katana accepts Kiddush without her father's consent? It's only if the father had done Shidduchim between that man and the Katana beforehand. Otherwise, nothing would be needed. We don't have to be worried, Shem and The second version is actually that Shmuel and Rav held that even when there's no Shidduchim beforehand, there still would be a need for get and miyun. And on that, Ullah actually argues and says only if there was shiduchim beforehand, would there be a need for get and miyun? Otherwise, there wouldn't be any need. Now, the Gemara brings an alternative, as Ullah is just saying, a separate psaq unrelated to Rav and Shmuel's psaq, which is to say, regardless if there's if there was shiduchim uh, or not beforehand, there would not be a need for a get or miyun. Now, there's a challenge on this statement of Shmuel, uh, of Ullah, excuse me, which is the Mishnah in Yevamos, that seems to imply that a girl could marry herself off even her father's alive. the Gemara explains, but meaning that she would still need Mi'un. The Gemara explains, we're talking about a scenario where she's Yisoma, Bechai, Yaviyah, and in such a scenario, she's a Ketana, so she could marry herself off rabbinically in a scenario where her father had married her off and she had undergone Nesu and her father doesn't have rights, so her marriage will be binding on a rabbinic level to require Mi'un if she would marry herself off. And he also explains the Brisa that seems to imply that a girl could be an Almana. But the father could still sell her off to a kohen gadol, even though there's an issue of shivchasachar ishus. We're talking about accordance with Rabbi Yosi, Yehuda, who holds that when it comes to yid, most rishonim slavle kedushin nitnu. So the father didn't really marry her off originally; she married herself off, and therefore it's not an issue of shivchasachar ishus. But Eina chinami, a girl on her own cannot marry herself off as a ketana in any way that would be effective, as Ula says. And uh, no get or mean would be required if she did. We're stopping top of Memheam Aleph. as Hashem will pick up tomorrow with Daf Memhe. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.